I'm doing really good, really good. Today's been a beautiful day over here. It's Southern California, Long Beach. So it's been a beautiful, beautiful day. <clears throat> yeah, it's always uh, it nice to say here as well. A little, little bit colder than Long Beach, I'm sure, but. Where are you uh, at? I'm from Jersey, so okay. it's all getting cold here. Oh, wow. Totally different, uh, different side of the world. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I like it around here. I'm, I'm trying to move out, but we'll see what happens. <laughs> yeah, uh, we're hey, we talk about that over here too. In California, it's it's becoming a very populated state, and it's just I don't know a lot of stuff going on. I I prefer to be in the country. I don't know how the heck I ended up in like the biggest city <laughs> in the world, but uh, whatever. Well, one of the biggest cities in the world. I just wow, L.A. I, I'm like. Every day I go into traffic, I'm always in, I'm always like pulling my own hair. Like, why am I doing this? Why am I doing this? And then it's just, once you're already in it, it's kind of like, well, this is like, this is how it goes. You know, got to stay used to it. What, what can we do? So I'm just like, uh, well, what can, what we can do is move to the country. <laughs> Get out of here. You know? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, so. I'd like to. I'd like to move to Colorado. It's, it's currently on my agenda. We'll we'll see what happens. But, so uh, many yeah. people are saying the same thing. A lot of people, um, actually, two other people I know and and actively talking to, they're thinking the same thing. Colorado. I just, um, I was in Colorado for for like three years. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. I would love to go back to that area. Yeah, just very different than yeah. around here or California as well. I'm assuming. Yeah, it's very different. Uh, just the people. The people are a lot different. But um, what I think is, is most, like, uh, attention-grabbing to me is not only, like, the people, like, um, appearance-wise, but their, um, their, I guess, their hospitality. It's a lot different from here than it is in the country, and especially in, in those areas like Colorado and I know like Missouri my family they're so like accepting they're so welcoming and so um they've just got a different kind of like greeting you know than we do here we're just kind of like hey do you want some water like it's totally irrelevant you know what I mean and out there it's kind of like are you hungry hey I mean how'd your day go do you want to relax like what do you want to do what are you doing it's it's just a little more open in those areas. Yeah, it's a much slower pace of life. Yeah. The city, I feel like. Yeah, it is. It is. And I'm I'm dying for that slow pace because here in the city, it's like everything is like multi. It's just multi-stimuli and everything is like happening simultaneously and there's never really any time to like relax or, or to like chill out, you know? We're so focused on like what's the next thing? What am I missing out on? Who's doing what? And... It's like we don't have that much focus on on what is like truly important, you know. So it's I don't know. It's a whole uh, living in the city is just is it's just crazy, you know. It's just crazy. I'm more interested in what my neighbor's doing and why somebody's screaming in the next in the next room or like you know what what the cops are doing at, at my neighbor's house than I am, you know, on my own schedule or my own well-being or something like that you know it's just it's crazy to me yeah i mean it's just like in like the social media in real life you know it's just everything's happening a mile a minute you don't mm -hmm. get a chance to breathe smell the roses yeah but that's the love true. and hate you know like, like I, it's, it's also fun that like I, my friends are in new york city right now and i love visiting them but 
And I kind of want to move to Denver, but I also like want to get out. And I feel like Denver is kind of like the best of both worlds. Yeah, it is. Yeah, you can have the mountains right there as well, mm-hmm. which is cool. Yeah, Denver's a really big city. It's kind of like Atlanta, Georgia. There's a lot going on, and it's the city is it's becoming a lot bigger, and it's getting a lot bigger as far as, like, econ- economy-wise. There's a lot of business that's growing out there. There's a lot of stuff that's, that's happening out there, and it's just... It's coming to its own. It's starting to be a lot more like a like a big city, I guess you could say. Like Denver is one of those hit spots. If you're going to Colorado, I wanted to visit Denver, and I made sure that I I at least got to visit. You know, because it's it's a it's its own experience. Like just like we're we're talking how it's it's different from being in the country to being in the city. Uh, being in the city in different states is different. It's really different from any other area it i mean it has the same kind of you know structures where where people are most focused on entertainment food and that sort of stuff but just um i i guess it's it's just different in terms of like how much is available in my city there's just an enormous amount of businesses that are that are going on and in in certain buildings, you'll have like 15 different companies working in the same building, all doing different things. And I thought that that was really like, really crazy compared to like the cities that are just beginning to build. It's like watching a whole community come into existence. It's crazy. Yeah. It's very crazy. There's also just something to say. I mean, you're in SoCal, so you've got it a little bit as well, but like the na- nature is just like humbling, you know? Yeah, it is. Water into the mountains, like mm-hmm. it keeps you keeps you reflective. Yeah, being New York, New Jersey, you're kind of just centered around New York. Oh yeah, yeah. Being in the being in the out in the open and in the forest, definitely. Uh, I was hiking actually. I think during the summer solstice, and it was like uh, the hottest peaks of the hour, and the sun and everything. Everything was aligned and on our walk or on our hike I actually got to see like a deer family and they were it was just the babies were just playing they were just doing their own thing and mama was kind of like off in the distance and she was just eating not even paying attention to us and like what seemed like she was totally unaware and it was like that you don't get to see that in the city you don't get to see that very often you don't get to see like nature at its finest just existing you know it was such a humbling experience like i haven't seen you know nature in a really long time and it was it's kind of like it's kind of like revisiting an old friend it kind of like got me like i was super excited for what was going on and i was everything else just kind of stopped you know so it was like yeah. it was a really nice experience to to go through that, and I didn't know it was the summer solstice or any of that stuff that was that was happening at the same time. So I'm like, wow, I really had like the experience you could have way out there in the middle of nowhere. So That's I awesome. definitely understand yeah, we, that. We actually have a bit of a deer overpopulation here, so I see them all the time. Yeah, and there's, I walk with my dogs in this one forest, and this woman loves to feed the deer. Like she brings tons of fruit, what? so they're actually not scared of humans. So what? it's really funny. Like, I'll be walking with my dog, and they're just like, you guys actually have the funniest video. Like, they're just staring with their eyes open, like, like I'm about to feed them. <laughs> it's, it's like straight out, like straight out of a movie. It's unreal every time. That is like, insane. That is insane. I'll have to take it. I'd have to take a look at that. That's, that's insane. I've never, you know, I'm in the city. If we see a 
coyote or anything like that were like, oh my God, get it out. <laughs> what is it doing here? You know, yeah. it's insane. But um, I've, I, my, uh, my husband actually, he said that there were three huge uh, coyote and one actually, one big coyote that was in the front lawn not even that long ago. It was probably like a year or so ago. I had no idea. I, I don't think anybody else had any idea. I, I can't, I don't notice any of the cats missing that are outside. So, you know, I don't know, but, but oh, apparently everybody was seeing it. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, one of the neighbors actually sent him a picture of them in our front lawn. And that was like, that was insane. I was just like, seriously, they were that close to the house. Cause they don't come up here that often. You know, we don't yeah. really get to see the wildlife like that. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's insane like coyotes are they're they're no joke they're like vicious little and they're not they're not very small either they're actually pretty big and they're they're pretty vicious so you know yeah, not something you want to mess with yeah there's a pick your choice of of what kind of nature you want to be around i guess <laughs> yeah but that was kind of a, sure. a fun a fun ordeal i i had no no idea that they were right there outside and that happens a lot actually in in the city like with a lot of my friends they're always like oh yeah they were like right in the yard doing something i think there was something on the on the news actually with a coyote oh yeah a coyote was playing with a golf ball in somebody's backyard like they had like this uh, golf ball set up and the the dog was just bouncing it was bouncing the ball and catching it like it was a normal dog just in their backyard it was so bizarre and we saw that on the news and i'm thinking like if i saw that thing in my backyard i'd probably go out there and try to scare it you know get the heck out of here what the heck you know because they eat cats and stuff like that they eat you know our family pets and stuff like that and it's it's pretty crazy but a deer i would love to see like (laughs) the family of deer just out there like hey are you gonna feed us (laughs) yeah it was was pretty funny i I was a little freaked out too because i was like what what is happening why are they all staring at me yeah you're like wait a minute i don't know if i should do this (laughs) should we go through this (laughs) you know that's kind of crazy that i've i would love to see that. that that'd be insane we don't see that anywhere out here especially in this in this area it's just coyotes I, I and I didn't even know that until about a year ago. I had no clue that that coyotes would come this far because we're not near the we're near the ocean. We're not near like Turbo Canyon or any of the canyons, so I don't even know where they end up coming from. It's probably like the sewer lines or something. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Probably just looking for food. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's crazy, crazy, crazy. So. What um what I wanted to talk to you about was uh was your your Instagram and everything that uh that I was finding on your Instagram. I just barely came over because I'm a I'm an Umzu fan too. I love I love the brand. I love everything that you guys are doing. I love you know all of the content, especially for you know my husband and our cousins and a lot of the guys in my family. They're they don't necessarily sit and research and and do stuff like this or like look for stuff like this so it was awesome for me to come across all of this and and to be able to like connect and um 
and to get this in front of their eyes because I know if I'm like sitting here and talking and I put this like on my YouTube or podcast or on my Insta or any of that I know my family and my friends and everything are gonna see it and I was like dude I have to I have to get connected I have to check this dude out I pick his brain a little bit and see what he's about because health is important and it should be a lot more important than it than it is you know right now is like everybody is so focused on technology and how to be the guru how to be the expert how to be the next you know attention grabber social media influencer everybody well everybody that I see anyway all of all of the the space that I'm in everybody is trying to uh you know grab attention and it's mostly about you know mental stuff mindset stuff and that sort of stuff and I'm sorry but that kind of stuff gets boring after seeing 25,000 gurus and Grant Cardone and all of these big 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 people like I love their advice and I love their mentorship I I you know it's awesome that that they're trying to raise the awareness but I think um I think that they should restructure their entire their entire thing because what they're doing is is kind of creating a focus where it shouldn't be you know I think it's <clears throat> I think it should be on health. I think it should be on mindset and and growing uh, an awareness of why your body does what it does because that's you know that's a problem and they're not focusing on on fixing the problem. They're just becoming more of like an option, you know. So yeah, I mean, I think we have this mindset today that like we've been programmed to think everything's genetic. Every and genetic like really means it's predetermined, right? Mm-hmm. Something that you don't have control over, which isn't necessarily true because we know that our environment dictates what genes are turned on, what proteins are made for them, mm-hmm. yada, yada, yada. Mm-hmm. But when you look at things like in that respect, we tend to normalize so many things that are that shouldn't be normal. Mm-hmm. So I, I remember, I don't know if you know Jaden, Research Cowboy, he's like a co-worker of mine in Zoo. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I sent him an advertisement for these anxiety supplements for dogs. Dogs dogs shouldn't have anxiety. There's no. What are they worrying about? Yeah. But we've come to this society that a has lost track of like what we've lost track of like our instincts and in, in regards to like what to eat because mm-hmm. we used to just eat things that we craved mm-hmm. and that craving was probably something that a nutrient deficiency so we were very in touch with our body i would say i mm-hmm. would guess yeah and i also think we, we've kind of been poisoned a lot by the things that are in our society that we just don't know about like <clears throat> one example i was talking about this tonight sourdough bread my mom made sourdough pizza it was awesome um Sourdough bread is not a perfect thing, but when you ferment the bread, when you let it sprout, I think is the proper term, it breaks down the majority of the phytic acid and the gluten that's within it. Mm-hmm. So it makes the content, the nutrition in the bread, all those vitamins and minerals much more accessible. And actually, phytic acid will actually chelate, drain your body of nutrients. Mm-hmm. So it cancels a lot of that out, making bread a lot more nutritious. That was how we ate bread for tens of thousands of years. Yeah. We didn't, mm-hmm. couldn't just go to a baker and just have it. Like, you had to let the bread rise on its own. There was no baker's yeast. Mm-hmm. We used to eat for nutrients, and now we kind of just eat. have lost touch with that. Yeah, yeah. We just, I think it, it comes down to, like, boredom. I think it comes down to, like, um, really that. Boredom and, and not knowing how to eat healthy and not knowing, like, the exact things you should be eating and and unfortunately you know our american diet we've been taught so many of the wrong things like 
more the more I pay attention to Umzu, the more I get involved and the more I actually read, I'm like, this is exactly what I was told nothing about. You know, this is nowhere in any of the stuff that I was learning. This is this is nowhere really in any of the nutrition stuff that was put out there um, back in the day. And, and right now there's such a broad um, list when it comes to nutrition and all of that. Uh, and where the focus is, it's it's all about protein. Right now, anything you look at is like protein this, protein that. And it's like, and then superfoods, superfood this and superfood that and leafy greens and all this stuff. But they don't actually like, they don't actually focus on on the reasons why this is happening. Like the stuff that's happening in our bodies that that creates all of these issues they're more like it's it's informative yeah but the companies that i've i've been seeing are just pumping out like just meat products just protein and like all the men's magazines all the men's fitness all even the women's fitness like a lot of this stuff isn't included a lot of this stuff is nowhere to be found and i'm just like why is that how is that even possible when these people are supposedly bringing out like the latest nutrition the the most up to date information and i'm like how how is this the the latest how is this the focus when it has nothing to do with actually improving your health this is just like going along with the norm this is just oh yeah eat all this eat all these uh pr- like eat m- better beef find a find a better a better beef source and stuff like that or like find a better find a better source and and go with it like let's let's go organic and i, I don't know there's just so much there's just so much and and it's not really it's not really helpful a lot of the stuff we see like on tv and everything it's 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 all about fast food it's all about like big pieces of chicken and big pieces of meat and and all this stuff and it's just so much is lost in between all that so i was just like when i found umzu it actually it happened what like two months ago two or three months ago yeah it was like i think like two months ago and as soon as i started reading stuff i immediately had to i had to try some product i had to try it because just the way that that it's presented from umzu was like it was kind of just like cut and cut dry like if you don't understand this there's something that you're not that you just don't understand with in life you know what mm-hmm. i mean if if it's if it's not able to be broken down and you don't understand this sort of stuff then you're probably looking in the wrong area you need to learn how to learn you know what i mean so i was just like this is this is groundbreaking for me and i started pumping it out on my on my YouTube, I started, you know, sharing on Instagram. I put I put a lot of stuff in my in my stories actually because nobody knows about stuff like this. And it's like I, I seen like reviews and all sorts of stuff and I'm just like, all these people are so quick to bring the negative. They don't even really understand what they're doing here. They don't even understand, you know, the the process of the body and how it works. They they expect things like the zupu, for instance. They expect things to happen like this and they think that every single body is going to fit into this one, you know, this one category where it's it's a fix all and that's not true, you know. If you do research on on just anything, you know that our bodies are different. Everybody has a different 
uh, there's a lot of structures that are the same, but everybody uh, res- or consumes in a different way. Our metabolic rates are differently. You know, we we all have different metabolic rates. Our our systems might not be functioning the same way. So it's hard for me to say, oh, this is not working, when there are so many other issues that are not not allowing that to work. You know, and that's a, that's a lot of what I saw with Umzu is like, you guys are trying to get down to the bottom of it, get down to like the real source and, yeah. and, and really trying to promote that kind of knowledge versus saying like, um, vers- versus trying to make it like, this is going to work for you. I don't care who you are. This is going to work for you. You know what I mean? It's, it's more specific than that. And I think that that is like one of the things that, that I was drawn to was the specific areas that Umzu goes into. It's just yeah. phenomenal. So I actually do a lot of the writing. Um, <laughs> one of the main writers, wow. so maybe read some of my stuff. But yeah, I yeah. like to write in a, like a causative manner, like a mechanistic manner. I was allowed to say like this causes this, but like when you're looking at nutrition, right? It's really all about filling in your gaps. And mm-hmm. that's the same reason one supplement might work for you and might not work for me. It's what your gaps are in your nutrition. So I don't know. Let's say you've been eating a ton of shellfish. You're probably good on copper, zinc, blah blah blah. I don't need any of that. We take the same supplement that let's say it helps me greatly it, you already have that in you you don't need it it's not helping you at all mm, um, the yeah. same thing but typically i mean i kind of not politely disagree with you um we all run the same way right we're all exposed to different things from the same um from the day we're born we all come into things with predispositions from our mother's nutrition and her genetics and our genetics yeah. but like, if you look at our genes we're i think it's like 001 percent different from me to you and we have no relation for probably 30 generations for but real when we think about it in a mechanistic view, we all run on sugar, right? Glucose, mm-hmm. that's metabolized oh, in the same way. Like, mm-hmm. Few people have very particular genes, but that's the 1% of the 0.1%. Yeah. And you can make guesstimates from that. What are the missing pieces in our diet? Mm-hmm. So let's think about it. No one drinks whole milk anymore. And I've been writing an article on it today. It, all of the vitamins in milk that we are deficient in, A, D, E, and K, are all in the fat. And So when you go take skim milk out, Mm-hmm. You're taking all the vitamins out, and then oh, they yeah. replace it with these these plant vitamins. But we they don't tell you; they just say, "Oh, A and D are in here." Mm-hmm. But we only absorb like five to ten percent of that. Yep. And of that, how much is actually getting converted into the active form the, from the plant form? Mm-hmm. Very little. So it's extreme. And the same thing with these oat milks and stuff like that that have gotten popular. The, these they have vitamin A in it, but it's not real vitamin A, and. I made a post a couple of weeks ago. I forget exactly what it was on, but it's almost oh. So in raw dairy, um, the, you know how people are lactose intolerant. Mm-hmm. It's a very common thing. Yeah, my godfather is super big on the lactose intolerance. Now he's like gluten free, uh, dairy free, all all of this stuff. He's having to cut out of his diet because it's it's. I mean, I tried to tell him this a long, long time ago, but it's it's causing even more of a riff in his body. Uh, trying to cut all this stuff trying to cut all this stuff out and not replacing it with something that's going to supplement that you know mm-hmm. for sure yeah but it's interesting it's like raw dairy when mm-hmm. you consume it and same thing with breast milk um both have lactase in it mm-hmm. lactase is the enzyme that breaks lactose down into um i think it's maltose and glucose the two mm-hmm. sugars mm-hmm. so if you don't produce enough lactase you can't break down milk you lactose intolerant you get gas all that fun stuff but when you pasteurize milk you lose that enzyme, so it no, it's like it almost was made for human consumption. It had the enzyme we need to break it. Yeah. Also, interestingly, 
if you consume milk, like you're lactose tolerant, you consume it for very little amount over a couple of weeks, you actually increase the amount of lactose or lactase you produce. So you can actually like de-lactose intolerance yourself. <laughs> but there's also tons of stuff in milk that they encode tons of other stuff that yeah. make it hard to digest. That yeah. shouldn't be that in makes there, sense. You know? mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Um, I talk talk about this all the time. Like we're, we're not meant to uh, drink uh, calf's milk i i mean we're not we're not meant to drink the mother's milk like that was meant for the baby calf so how we started drinking milk is kind of uh it's kind of amazing to me like who who thought of that and why did they introduce that into the diet i i still have no clue i'm still like even if i found out why and who i'd still be like why why you know so yeah, I, just... I mean, I think it's an interesting thing um, to think about the evolutionary aspect of things, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, I, we know for th- like about 10,000 years ago, we started drinking milk, and the, the lactase genes evolved. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not really sure I buy into that. Mm-hmm. I think we just you know didn't stop drinking milk because like, we produced lactase enzymes when we were breastfeeding. Yeah. I think we just yeah. started consuming it. Uh, um, no, no, the gene just didn't turn off instead of yeah. it, we evolved a new one. Mm-hmm. But there's also the question of like, so yeah, like we need want to be ancestrally consistent, but like, do we though? And like, yeah. I think it's a good argument to have both. Mm-hmm. But we have a surplus of food. Our ancestors didn't have a Whole Foods down the street where they yeah. can get uh, grass-fed <laughs> organic liver and all that stuff. Yeah. And so I made a post about this. I don't know if you're familiar with polyunsaturated fats like PUFAs mm-hmm. at all. Yeah. So they're yeah. extremely toxic, as, as you might know, because they yeah. they're very unstable. That's why they're liquid at room temperature. It's like mm-hmm. fish smell bad when you cook them. Yeah. Same reason. Um, and I made a post like a while back that our ancestors ate poofas, and <laughs> not because it was like like uh, it's this crazy thing. Right? Like, they didn't they didn't know what a poofa was. They were cavemen with like sticks and stones. Yeah, it wasn't, wasn't a big deal. But it was probably beneficial for them for the same reason it's detrimental to us to lower their metabolic rate going into winter, right? Yeah, because they don't want to be going in full fledged when they have less food. Mm-hmm. That's probably much more stressful than slowly eating some nuts, some fish, whatever they can get their hands on. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so, like, like, so white cane sugar, like, we, everyone says is detrimental. I think it's perfectly fine to consume as long as you're getting the adequate other vitamins. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, it, so, like, our ancestors didn't eat sugar. Yeah, you're right. But our ancestors didn't have a whole, like, it's, it's a good thing to consider. And mm-hmm. You have to tie into like tie back into that. I think at some point, mm-hmm. but sh- should we base everything? Excuse me, everything that we do off of our ancestors' diet? Probably I not. I think Which it's... we don't even know if it was true or not. Like we don't. We're just guessing. But sorry about that. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. I I totally agree. I mean, I particularly I don't I don't think that following our ancestors has been has been at least in the diet region. I don't think it's been. Uh, I think it's been like kind of either way and that's kind of hard to say because it kind of leaves it a little broad but I think like our uh, us eating after our ancestors has been uh, more detrimental than it has beneficial for our bodies just because like evolution goes and you know what dies off and what shouldn't have been continuing is supposed to have died off right so if evolution and if and if our human you know if our uh existence or our uh what what is the word that i'm trying to look for if our species has gone from um 
the caveman to what we are now, then what died off and why are we still bringing it back? What what died off in that in that time frame and why are we still trying to bring it back and say, oh, this is what my ancestors ate. That's great, but that's not the diet that we live in today. That's not like what we face today. That's not the pollutants and all the stuff that we have to combat in today in in our uh, you know in our diets today things that that we had have available to us right now even even most of that is not beneficial to us like you really have to get specific if you want to become healthy and it's just it's the our, our diets are just so far from the the paleo diet the keto diet like there's so many different um, diets out there that are that are stemmed from like what we were eating back then and I think it's like I think it's really interesting because because as history pe- repeats itself we um, we still have the same issues we still have the same problems no matter you know no matter what and, and it's like an engraved pattern that sort of happens and I don't know why for some reason we we think that um, <clears throat> a paleo diet or a, a keto diet is gonna randomly just change all of all of the damage that that has been done over the years of of simply practicing those diets you know it's not for everybody and to push out one one diet over another is is kind of like i don't know i think it's i think it i think people just need to get deeper into into research for themselves so you know teaching or talking to people about, you know, re- being really specific with their diet is is super important because everybody is trying to push out some kind of diet, whether it's, you know, paleo. I say those a, a lot because that's all I'm seeing nowadays, like eat grains and nuts or, you know, try to get your body back into the state of ketosis. And I'm like, what kind of crap is this? You know, what what kind of stuff is this? Like, we're not faced with the same problems that we were back then. We're faced with a lot more, you know. So how do we, um, how can we cater to that? And I found, you know, I found Umzu. I found um, another company called Activation Products. You know, their products are pretty, pretty good too. And they get specific. And there's a lot of, you know, a lot of stuff that that they are still developing. A lot of stuff that they're still working on. The guy who who owns the whole thing. He's, I think, he's. 50 or 60 and I mean the guy has gone from if you see before pictures to what he looks like now it's just like a totally different person and I think that that is like that's incredible that's incredible in itself but I think um people you know in general we don't we don't have that access we don't have that that awareness I I think it's just gone into this like this pattern you know if you're not looking for it it's not going to come finding you so there's like a whole generation that's sort of missing out on that if they're not already informed you know which is why I try to put the put this out there as much as possible because you never know who's watching I have like 16 year olds from India watching my watching my Instagram and and following you know so you never know who you're gonna touch base with or who you're gonna who you're gonna influence so I try to put out the stuff that's like that I think is is way more important than all the social media who's doing what what's tech nine doing or 
who's G-Eazy fucking today or like, you know what I mean? Stuff like that. Like that, that sort of stuff is just not important to me. And I think like, I think that that is where the problem is, is like the focus has become just crazy. It's, it's not focused on this kind of stuff anymore. So yeah, I, I agree. I mean, I just think there's just too much focus on what instead of why. Yeah. Because you, know? yeah. you can just go run in circles and say, oh, paleo, because nuts are good and keto because carbs are bad. Yeah. But if you don't understand the why, you can't continue to make decisions on it. And I mean, I honestly think like every one of those diets and same thing with um, fitness, like everyone's had a piece to the puzzle. Yeah. You know, they've solved things that like um, pretty much paleo and carnivore based off that poofas are bad, which mm-hmm. I agree with. Um I don't know. I think vegetarianism, well, veganism and vegetarianism fully on board with saving the environment, but I don't think you can do it at the detriment of our health, right? Yeah. We know that you can't get a ton of vitamins from doing that. Mm-hmm. Um, and, but, like, let's say, I don't know, they all say fiber is good for you. You need a ton of fiber. Like, yeah, fiber is good in moderation. Yeah. Like, everything's in moderation. And, like, the pro-metabolic diet, the thermodiet, if you want to call it, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> thermodiet. I hear, I hear that one a lot, too. It's just a, a manner of eating to... Mm-hmm get satisfy your micronutrient and vitamin requirements on top of calories Mm -hmm. and all that stuff yeah and it's it's really like it's not trying to say like like demonize anything really i mean i think polyunsaturated fats are not good for you but realistically are they as bad as like as we sometimes make them out to be because like all right you eating nuts and fish every once in a while not going to kill you us mm-hmm. eating fried foods and all, like, like all every time, I mean, it's impossible to go your life without eating vegetable oils today, right? Mm-hmm. They're in literally everything. Everything, canola so, oil. That that oil is in everything. I don't see any really anything out there that doesn't have like canola oil or uh, soy. Soy is in a lot of our products um, and uh, vegetable oil and in general. I've I've seen a lot of products that were even in my kitchen not even that long ago and I'm like, mm-hmm. what the heck? You know, like it's it's just everywhere. It's yeah, toss that. It's it's everywhere it's and poison. Yeah, yeah. it's poison. And so it, I've switched. You know. And we know and like I mean it's just these narratives that we've been told like to more saturated so, oils. Yeah. Yeah. And so yeah, and so they said for years I wrote an article called Cholesterol Collusion and it's all about cholesterol, right? And we mm-hmm. know that high cholesterol in proportion to high LDL in proportion to HDL, the quote-unquote good cholesterol, which mm-hmm. is right on the mm-hmm. American Heart Association's website, um, is 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 a sign for uh, heart disease, atherosclerosis. Mm-hmm. But we also know it doesn't cause it. Like we've, we've discovered that, that having saturated fat diets do not increase your risk of heart disease. And they've actually repeatedly shown that polyunsaturated fats – it's increased risk of heart disease mm-hmm. and all cause mortality. Yeah, and, they even and it's in everything. Like, everything. Yeah. Because not, and they say like it's, um, I forget. What, oh, they say the double bond makes it more flexible, so the cholesterol is more flexible. But it's just really unstable. It's literally ru- like this is what rust is. Yeah. And well, just that's makes why I like no to use that example. Like same rust you see on your iron fence. Get the most abundant element on Earth is iron, besides like carbon. And I believe like hydrogen. Mm-hmm. And you know how much iron's in our body? It, it reacts with those because it's very reactive. It reacts with those um, polyunsaturated fats, and it breaks a ton of toxic aldehydes, and that stuff just wreaks havoc in our body. Yeah, inflammation is just oxidative stress. That's really what it is. And if mm-hmm. you can reduce the amount of oxidative stress by reducing what you're consuming, mm-hmm. and then I'm not saying like you got to be perfect. Like the as Matt Blackburn talks about all the time, mm-hmm. 
probably stressing yourself out more by yeah. overthinking it and doing it. But and it is, it's worth getting the fried food every once in a while with your friends and having that social experience. Mm-hmm. Push comes to the shove. Yeah. It doesn't really matter. Just forget about it. Move mm-hmm. on. Mm-hmm. But like when you structure your diet about uh, around giving yourself the vitamins and minerals that your body needs to process that stuff, and you're just going to function for a lot longer, a lot healthier. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I totally agree. Um, there's, whew, there's just a lot, a lot out there. There's a lot out there that I think, um, oh, man, that whole poly, polyunsaturated fat one, like, I I'm so, I get angry a lot of the times thinking, thinking about a lot of this stuff and, like, seeing a lot of the stuff that's, that's available, you know, and... I'm just like, every day, every day, we have, you know, 100, what is it, 1,440 minutes a day, and we spend most of that doing absolutely nothing for ourselves, and there's, there's like this 33% rule, so if you're, you know, talking to the people that you want to be talking to in, in 10 years, or, or um, you talk to the people that you want to be in 10 years if you're talking to 33% of those people talking to 33% of the peers like like exactly that are that are pretty much in your in your age range and all that other good stuff that that pretty much align with yours and then if you're talking to 33% that are not in your not in your uh daily in your daily conversation then you're getting somewhere but how does one person do that how does one person go from like what what they're doing now to doing something like that to where it it benefits it's it goes in the same way with with diets and everything it's the focus the focus is all wrong it's all on this crap and i don't understand i i i understand why it's out there because it's you know, a big part of our economy and they've learned how to bank on that a long time ago. And then I get pissed off and I'm like, well, why are you doing that to us? Like, why do you dumb us down to keep us buying from you when bringing us up to your level would actually benefit your business? So I just don't see why Yeah. Why I mean, it's like I, that. I think it's sad. I think it's really um, sad. That's why I'm like, I'm... Sad. Yeah, I think it's, it's uh, super sad. It's, it's just, uh, yeah, it's tough to deal with. But I mean, I, I think that's all you can do is trying to fight the narrative, you know. Yeah. Uh, so that's why I got connected and was just like, "Fuck it," you know. If if everybody out there is doing this, I'm not gonna do that. I'm gonna go against the grain, totally different direction, and see where that takes me. Because obviously, I'm not gonna get I'm not gonna get anywhere great by following all this other stuff, especially not following the media, especially not following what, you know, what I'm seeing on TV with the the commercials and stuff that they post out with all these big artists and stuff. Like, that's great that you can get Post Malone to do some fucking Dorito chips, but that's not going to make me go and buy them. I'm sorry. Like, I love the dude. He's doing, you know, whatever kind of work in, in the pop space, and that's great. I love Post Malone. I'm not saying anything is bad by him, but, but where are we really gearing or or directing our next generation like that's really what we should be focusing on and thinking about is like where where are my kids gonna benefit from this kind of crap being put out there you know where are where is our next generation gonna go if if we don't have this sort of stuff available and if more and more people don't see this 
you know, I'm kind of afraid for where we're going to be, where we're going. You know, it's pretty scary. It, it actually is pretty scary if you, if you, you know, because I know you guys look into this stuff, but not everybody does look into this. And it's, and it's really scary. Like, I see so much wrong with this kind of, with this kind of focus. It's just, yeah. it's crazy to me. I, I couldn't agree more. Um, <laughs> you know, it's kind of scary, you know, like what, uh, what are they really trying to pitch, you know? McDonald's is everything. The golden, the golden those golden arches are like more powerful than anything. It's insane. It's insane. Yeah, I mean, so. he, yeah, it's. I mean, I mean, there's also evidence like epigenetics that this is passed on, like genetic damage that we do to ourselves is passed on to our offspring and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And there's also, I mean, power to Pat Davidson. He, oh, he's a fitness guy, but. No, mm-hmm. there's. I think. I think we devolve, which is interesting. I think when we Me went too. to agriculture, we actually we got shorter as a species. So when we were when we were hunter gatherers, I think we were pretty much all like pretty big jack dudes. Yeah, like pretty above. tall. You know, muscular, fast. We had we. Yeah, it's just dumbed but, down. I see where you're going. <laughs> Sorry to cut yeah. you off. Yeah. But so, um, what I was getting at, um, oh, I lost my train of thought. <laughs> um, but so like, I think. I, I just think it's about like, asking those questions, just continue to ask those questions instead of saying, like, what? It's so easy to demonize things. And yeah. it's something I really like. I, I talk, I've Matt, mentioned Matt Blackburn, but he used to say he was slamming Omega-3s, the fish oils. Mm-hmm. Was, and he was like, yeah, I was wrong. I, I've been listening to a lot of his podcasts because I think he's a really interesting dude. Yeah. And I was trying to learn, obviously, all that. But like, it's so not okay to be wrong today. And that is just, like, it, it's and everyone wants to get in a fight. But, like, prove me wrong. Like, all right, let me be wrong. And, like, go, go and research things. Like, my dad is a huge victim of this. Like, he's – and I, I've started to find his side. Maybe he's right. And maybe um, – but in economics, he's, like, very into crypto and very against the American dollar or whatever. Mm-hmm. And he was just a, a broken record. Just keep talking the same thing. Yeah. But, like, want to strengthen your position, what do you do? You keep listening more. You find the other side. Hear what they have to say. And then prove them wrong. Figure out what's the difference between the two. What what are the benefits, Pelia? What are the detriments? What all of this stuff? And it's all the answers are always somewhere in the middle. It's never any extremes. Never no protein, no fat, no carbs, no exercise. Get off your phone, throw it in the water. Like <laughs> everyone wants. It's, it's so easy to pick a side. Yeah, and it is. It's, it's popular. It's easy to grab attention. It is. But it's not the answer. No, no. And I, I couldn't agree. I couldn't agree more. It's it's become. This it's become this game of like uh, oh, I don't even know how to describe what's happening in in today's world. Like we're so busy and focused on 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 the on the how I guess you could say or the what, and we're we're not even we're not even looking at why why all this is happening. Why? So I think I think you're absolutely right. Is finding finding that that medium and looking on the other side and and proving that other side uh wrong you know it's yeah and actually i remember what my point was going to be um i think we've like and i said this a little bit before we've just let so many diseases that we don't even that have just slipped into society that we don't even pay attention to mm-hmm. how many people do you know have had braces oh man i've known a lot of people actually it's <laughs> 50 50 probably yeah or yeah. cavity filled and all that stuff yeah of, you can look into Dr. Stephen Lynn. Um, he's I'm reading his book right now. I actually have it, the Dental Diet. Ooh, but, nice. Um, it's we. If you look back ten thousand years, you look at Homo sapiens. You look at our fossils. Mm-hmm. We all have perfectly intact teeth, shiny, 
perfect yeah. jaws, yeah. no braces, nothing. Why Why do we all need braces? What? Why are we all going to these dentists? We all have cavities. We, the only way we ate sugar as kids, like we, didn't, we didn't eat juice when we were, for thousands of years. And why, is, why are all these things, obesity, anxiety, depression, why are all these things continually getting worse? Is it because... You know, we're in a more fucked up society. Sorry, didn't mean No, that. you're good. You're good. <laughs> uh, <Yeah. laughs> we're in a society that has more problems and more stress or all this. Or are we not nourishing ourselves to get these things? And you, you know how what regulates jaw growth, which is just an easy example. Like, you don't, your jaw doesn't grow enough. What else is, what else is we see an epidemic in right now? Sleep apnea. Oh, Everyone yeah. has sleep apnea. They mm-hmm. can't breathe through their nose. They have a deviated septum. It, this is, so, that's so common. You know what? All of this relies comes back into vitamin k it regulates jaw um, bone growth and guess what we're all deficient in that's vitamin amazing because you get it from cheeses um organ meats which we no one eats anymore mm-hmm, no one and, eats them um dairy but you can't just get it from cheeses organ meats and dairy you've got to get it from grass fed because the cows need the vitamin k1 that's in the grass and the grains needs to convert it to vitamin k2 which mm-hmm. we can absorb mm-hmm. it's that plant versus animal thing mm-hmm. but it's just, um, it's it's crazy. Like, and there's so many things. Like, I just read what's the book, um, the Nutrient Power by William J. Walsh, and he was a psychologist. Mm-hmm. And he takes this approach using, um, basically like supplement therapy, nutrient therapy, he calls mm-hmm. it, using high doses of certain nutrients to treat their brain chemistry. Wow. Virtually everything in the body. When you think about it, and I wrote uh, wrote an article called the Story of the Cell. My my fear was to, to write it like a children's book. Yeah, right? there you go. I, I, I write everything like I try to make anyone can understand it. I write it like zero to a hundred is kind of my idea. Heck yeah. And you got to think, in my opinion, like you can think of our ancestors or what, but you got to think of everything in terms of a cell, right? Because what's cancer? It's the breakdown of the cell. What yep. is Alzheimer's? The breakdown of a cell. Yep. What is anxiety? All the stuff. It's maybe the breakdown of multiple cells not working together, or mm-hmm. some some neurotransmitter not. It's firing, friction. Whatever. Friction in the body, you know, creates exactly. it creates too much acidity mixed with friction that just creates all sorts of mutates and or mutations and uh, just all sorts of uh, functions that go wrong and are not working the correct way. Exactly. So when you think of it in that respect. You have two options, right? You can either reduce things, so we'll call that oxidative stress, because mm-hmm. that's what leads to all that stuff, inflammation, all that fun stuff. Yeah, I was reading that article actually on the um, the insulin or the glycine one with the, the it was the collagen versus whey protein, and you guys mm-hmm. were doing the pros and cons and stuff like that. Not even pros and cons, but just giving you know the benefits and and the not so benefits of each one, and then it got into like the glycine. I <clears throat> looked into that because of my godfather and the whole. Um, sugars he can't have that much sugar uh high and low blood pressure he's constantly on a roller coaster with that and then the uh, of course gluten-free dairy-free stuff like that so as soon as i saw that article i immediately started reading all of that in between and like why all this stuff starts to happen and how the inflammation builds up and it's just like a it's a reaction to you know to all of this stuff and not working correctly in our body it just leads up to a buildup of inflammation and then we call it obese and then we call it all sorts of uh issues when when it's really like um, a certain nutrient or a certain supplement we're just not getting it's a, something that we're just not getting and we're just piling our bodies with everything else that we could be getting and then it just starts to function the wrong way but you know yeah. It's a hard, it's a hard thing. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it's hard because it's not like, I mean, most nutrient deficiencies aren't, 
There's a difference. So we categorize things as deficiencies, and you know when you're deficient because yeah. you've got like rickets, scurvy, but mm-hmm. you don't know when you don't have enough usually. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And it, so it's a really it. hard thing to tell. And the other thing is like you don't see doctors doing nutrient tests, and some of them aren't even accurate. So even if they were to do it, it wouldn't be very accurate. Mm-hmm. But it's um, like the whole society is set up to go to the doctor when you're sick. Mm-hmm. It's yep. set up backwards. You know, yeah. it's not that let me see what, yeah. what it's not I a preventative. It's not a preventative uh, source of action. It's it's a pretty reaction. much. Yeah, it's a reaction action. OK, this my tooth is broken out. So now I got to go to the dentist. My tooth. You know, I got a whole coal, a whole hole in there because the cavity came out, and now I gotta go to the doc, gotta go to the dentist. Versus, here, let me go to the dentist and see how I can prevent uh, gum disease or periodontal disease or any of that stuff. I think it's, I think it's pretty backwards. So, you know, what can we do? All we can do is do like, like what we do, and just raise, you know, the awareness in the right area and show the content and just keep, keep focused on that and keep pushing that narrative instead of mm. the latter, you know? Yeah, I think it's Breaking just, thing. you know, spreading the good word and, you know, having the conversation. I think a lot of people just don't think about it. Yeah, they um, don't. I know I none of my family did. <laughs> we, we actually did a competition. We or we had everyone blindfold themselves because I said you got to drink whole milk because that's all the fats, all the vitamins in the fat, and that's mm-hmm. what we're all missing. Mm-hmm. And, and so my friend was like, you can't drink whole milk, dude. It's a milkshake. And just joking around. And I, I, I'm writing the article on it today, but like 80 years ago, there was no skim milk, which is milk, you know? Yeah, like, that's what there was, was no 2%. But regardless, we all had trip taste tested it, and no one could tell the difference between skim. Like, one, I think, one, no, I don't think a single person got it right. Like, and why would you not consume the one that is with all the vitamins, in my opinion? Like, that is the, the biggest benefit of milk. And like everyone says, it's calcium, but you need vitamin D and you need vitamin K and maybe vitamin A. To get the calcium in the right places, mm-hmm. not just a, it's calcium. Forgetting calcium is not it's pointless. It's fruitless. Yeah, yeah, it's fruitless. You have to have a mixture of of certain vitamins in order to even have that breakdown in your body. And we are so deficient in K and in D and all of these. Uh, I mean, it, it varies from person to person, but I, I mean, in my own diet, I know that I was like missing out on getting the sun. And getting that vitamin D and then getting vitamin K from wherever you get it from. I forget what, what is like the main source of vitamin K, but, but but getting it from there and like it's like the mixture of it all helps. But there is nothing about that. There's nothing that, that talks about that unless you look for it. Unless you're like looking for it, you know, so... It's crazy. There's just a ton on this stuff. Like I could talk all day, all day and night about the nutrition and like how, you know, a lot of what I see is is the lack thereof, the lack thereof, the knowledge on this sort of stuff. You know, everybody is like so focused on what kind of pumpkins they're fucking carving this season or whatever. And I'm just like, why are you carving them? Like, what does it even matter? Tomorrow, you're not going to be focused on that anyway. Halloween's going to pass, and we're not even going to be focused on this anyway. So, like, why is everybody doing this? Why are we doing this to each other and to ourselves and all this shit? But, you know. I mean, I agree with you, but I think at the same point, like, you've got to remember that at one point, like, like we're woke, quote-unquote, right? As dumb as mm-hmm. that is to say. We're and woke. at one point, you were carving the pumpkin. Yeah. And so, like, 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 at the same time, like, 
just because you know all this knowledge doesn't make you or I any better. Yeah, it doesn't. It makes us us think. And I think it's also very important, I'm speaking from my own experience, mm-hmm. like to not be arrogant with stuff. Yeah. Because as there's so many times that we think we have the right answer. Yeah. But we don't have like we don't have the answers to all the questions either, right? No, we don't. Definitely don't. So I, I should want people to point out holes in my arguments. Yeah. And that's the best way to grow. Mm-hmm. And it's hard. It's easier said than done. I've said this repeatedly, and I'm notoriously horrible for having arguments. I think I've gotten a little bit more level-headed, maybe because my testosterone's higher. <laughs> so well. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> I, it's 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 a uh, it's easy. Everything's easier said than done, right? And like, yeah. I see all my friends. I was never big into sports, but now I'm just like, like this is just such a waste of time. But like, that's what they do, and that's their thing, and like that's yeah. how they relax. So it's just like. Yeah. So you just gotta kind of gotta be just be the just be normal just be i i think for me it's just a matter of just being being me and being uh like the normal me and letting this fit into all of like all of the world of of what i do and what i broadcast i think putting that more into just how we are and just living with the lifestyle of consciousness i think that says more than me actually saying it like, hey, you're wrong, or hey, you shouldn't be eating this, versus, like, this is what I'm doing, and watch, you know, you see how my life is, is just kind of going in this direction, maybe or maybe not take take a grab, you know, maybe yeah. or maybe not follow, you know, I think, I think going with, like, leaving them the option is way better than, like, trying to cram some shit down somebody or trying to belittle somebody, because I never try to do that, but the more I notice, uh, what I'm paying attention to, paying attention to, I I see where my friends are not, and that's like where I get I get frustrated. I don't get like I don't think I'm better than them. I just get frustrated that they're not there. <laughs> I'm just like ah, you know. I, I completely agree. Um, I mean, everyone hates to be told they're wrong. Yeah, <laughs> me that too. Is really, what it comes down to, but it's also just not the context because you're just gonna get into an argument. No one's going to win. Yeah. And then you really both lose because you, mm-hmm. you're just trying to help them, even though it drives you nuts as, as it drives me nuts. But, like, mm-hmm. what you've got to realize, and I think, like, this is, I was don't mean this to you, it's just to everyone. Yeah, is yeah. Is that you've got, I think you got to lead by example. So, like, when you set yourself up and you're, you're this healthy, like, I've gained a lot of muscle because I've learned how that all that stuff works. People start to ask you instead of you having to tell them. Yeah. And when they, like, when they ask these questions, they actually learn. And the second thing is, like, People have to recognize, like, that all these things, like, every everyone that you know and I know has some kind of ailment going on, pretty much, from a digestive issue, yeah, with gluten, to mental health, to pain somewhere, to mm-hmm. something. Mm-hmm. And Absolutely. when we normalize that, everyone just settles for it. But when you real, like, you start asking questions, and you know, like, that's what hopefully, you know, I can grow my Instagram account and start having more people like you and having the, having these conversations but like when you start to ask questions then you start to get answers and yeah. that's what it really comes down to because if you're not looking for answers and you're not asking the questions then you're not going to make the choice like no one wants to be told that all all like i kind of joke do it jokingly with my friends but like no one wants to told be told almond milk is horrible for you like <laughs> they, don't you, you say know, that what i said don't you say that don't you pick on my <laughs> almond milk <laughs> I'm <Yeah>. just kidding. <laughs> no, 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 yeah. I mean, it's just I don't know. It's all it's all balance. Yeah, it is. It is. I totally agree. And um I think that 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 is is 
gonna be more of my focus in in the future is just like picking fun at it picking fun at the at the subject and seeing where it where it leads me to and also another thing just asking a lot more questions I think that that alone and what you just said is completely true the more questions and the the right questions I think get you to the right answers so if you're asking more specific questions I think that that um tends to be the better or more more specific answer that I get you know so in the future I think it's gonna be interesting to see all this play out but I think that I'm gonna I'm gonna end up being like um just like a a a questioner I guess you could say I'm just gonna start questioning the shit out of people (laughs) and I mean yeah and there's definitely something to that and that's how I've gotten where I am I just kept asking questions tired of the hell out of people but there's like two side of the story as well I'd like to say like the more questions you ask, right, the better questions you're asking. Because mm-hmm. you've, you've gotten the stupid stuff out of the way. And yeah. You yeah. Real potatoes. Yeah. But the other side of the thing is, um, so I've gotten, I haven't been doing as much, but I got a little bit into baking for a while. I was making sourdough because like, that's like the healthy version. And I would like to get into like, cooking steak just because there's a lot of fun you can have on the thermo diet, those pro metabolic diets. You just kind of have to like chef up a little bit, figure mm-hmm. out how it works. Yeah. But everyone that's an expert in their craft, whatever it is, has some innate knowledge, right? Mm-hmm. So um, one of my favorite example is that for liver. So I've been eating liver once a week because it's just, um, it's like a superfood. It's yeah. the most nutritious food on the planet. It has yeah. all the fat, soluble vitamins or deficient in. Mm-hmm. It tastes horrible, basically, like, mm-hmm. for the people that do it. <laughs> but um, when you marinate it in milk, um, it gets rid of all of the metallic taste out of it. You see, marinate milk for two hours, and I roast it in butter, and then I actually put it in lime recently, and it actually tastes pretty good. I actually, I would, wow. I would say if that's what you're gonna do it, and I, I would highly recommend consuming it because basically, if you can eat four ounces of liver a week, which is nothing, you'll pretty much satisfy the majority of your fat soluble vitamins in that one one meal. Mm-hmm. But regardless, all of, like if you look up how to make liver taste good, you'll come up with this milk. I get uh, what it's doing is that calcium is reacting with the iron; it's pulling it out. Wow. So you're seeing all the blood, all of that stuff getting pulled out. You think the chefs know that? They just figured it out. There's no, there's no science behind it. There's no biochemistry behind that thought. They just somehow said, oh, this gets the irony taste out. Um, makes it taste better. Good mm-hmm. to go. Mm-hmm. So, it's, so there's, everyone has that innate knowledge that like, so you, you, and when you ask those good questions, they might ask you for your opinion and say, why, what do you think? And that happened. I was in, I'm taking a biomechanics course. I just finished. And very cool. I asked him about sugar metabolism. Um, I was like, have you, I, f- I forget what the question was. Uh, I think it was like, oh, whether burning fats or sugars. Mm-hmm. And um, he was like, why do you ask? And I was, I just explained to him. I was like, well, because sugar produces more carbon dioxide than fat. So um, even though fat produces more energy, quote unquote, mm-hmm. sugar, you need to release the carbon dioxide more or less to absorb the oxygen. Mm-hmm. So sugar technically increases your metabolism. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was just, I was asking about that. Let's just like a little example. Like he was curious about what I had to say, what I was thinking yeah. about it. Yeah, that's pretty cool. And I think I think that that is key. Is you know just putting yourself out there in a in a new light and just asking the right kind of questions. It's it's kind of like being a. I was just in a conversation previous to this with a with a neuroscientist actually and uh he, we were going through the same kind of conversation if you don't ask the right questions and you start asking 
I, you know, more questions like a kid would and, and start to get nitty gritty with it. Start to do your own, you know, your own research, start to do your own, formulate your own uh, hypotheses, formulate your own questions. I think if you start to get into it more, people will recognize that you're more serious about it and they will give you a, a not a catered answer, but a real answer, you know, versus <laughs> just a general here's the here's the general answer to that and they'll start to break it down even more and i think that that is another interesting thing about people is is they we like to talk about what we like to talk about so if you get more specific and and get in you know get more into what other people are talking about it it becomes like this whole the whole conversation just kind of takes a, takes another ground and you can go for people are, people love to talk so it's like you can go a long time if you find uh, a key interest with somebody. And I think that that's like amazing. In, and especially in today's date where you can get in contact with some of the people that you never thought you could before. I think that's awesome that you can do that. You know, I think is kind of, um, I don't know. I don't know what right word is, but it's, it's kind of like ignorant, you know, like, yeah. like, Yes, like maybe there's something nutritional and there's something like to pain that might be like lessened by a vitamin. Mm -hmm. But there's also something about why the body moves in space. Like there's no one right subject. There's no one right answer. There's mm -hmm. a merge of all these things that come together. And mm -hmm. it's uh, never, we're never going to solve the puzzle, right? It's just yeah. cracking a little piece by piece at the time. Yeah, yeah. So one question I had for you because um, I have a friend who uh, – her back, her lower back is constantly hurting her. Um, and I, I've told her and we talk about like the CBDs and, you know, using topical creams and stuff like that. And she's, I, I, we've talked about stuff like that. And she's asked me or, you know, asked like what I suggest her to do, you know, with this. And I'm like, well, I mean, given that my lower back hurts a lot of the time, I think you should get off your ass, <laughs> you know, start stretching. No, I'm just kidding. So I just, I'm just like, well, I mean, I really, I'm not a doctor, so I couldn't say for certain, but then I start to ask a bunch of questions to like get down to the narrow, uh, to the narrow problem. And her problem I think is, is with, her discs, I think her, I think she might have the herniated disc because she says certain things happen when she moves a certain way and um, she says it happens like on the right side of her body a lot more um, when she bends over and I'm like, okay, well those are specific things that kind of sound like it's a disc that is messed up, you know, it sounds like that, it sounds more of that than it is like just your lower back that's kind of like a broad thing so when she brought that up to me i thought i would ask like what do you think or what do you suggest for someone that's having like a lot of lower back issues just to, just so, just to get a little piece of your mind yeah so i mean obviously this isn't medical advice but um i think i don't know if you saw a post, i made a post about this yesterday or some day ago we tend to think of things as in symptoms right mm -hmm. so my lower back hurts bad lower back mm -hmm. i have liver pain bad liver but everything is connected in a chain right so um there's a quote by hans Elliott. i happened to be reading it that night um it was crazy um it was, i think it was something along the lines of stress goes throughout the entire system but whatever's the weakest link is the one that breaks Right, so like gotcha. you drink a lot of alcohol, your, your entire body is getting stressed, your liver is getting harmed the most. 
my question was, is it the broken link's fault? Is the weakest link's fault, right? Mm -hmm. um, Great question. We, your mm -hmm. lower back, so a lot of us tend to get extended the lower back, which you can think of like anterior pelvic tilt, like arching your lower back, ass mm -hmm. out kind of thing. Mm -hmm. um, and what that does is it's putting a lot of stress in your lower back, but mm -hmm. you're, it's probably a compensation for a lack of mobility elsewhere. Okay. So I'm, I made a, po a post about this. Um, we very easily extend through the lower back. If you look, if you look at um, any one side, we're all asymmetrical. Um, we have, I, I can never, I really shouldn't know this. Um, our diaphragm on our left is smaller or, or bigger on our right. We are heavier on our left, I believe, are more organs. If you cut ourselves in half, in half yeah. if, uh, we're heavier on our left side. So we're all, we all have this left AIC pattern. Basically means um, our left hips, our right hips a little higher, our left left shoulders a little bit higher. I, I really hope I'm not messing this up. <laughs> but it's, it's one of the way, it's uh, one of the way. We're all, we're asymmetrical. So all we're trying to do and our body's trying to take the path of least resistance, manage gravity. Mm -hmm. So the best way to probably fix her back isn't to strengthen it, isn't to stretch her hamstrings, it's to pull her pelvis back, like to neutralize her pelvis, take some strain off of her lower back. Okay. Um, I can send you a couple of videos, probably what I recommend to do, it's gonna depend a little bit on person to person, yeah. kind of what what she needs to do, mm -hmm. like, like same thing with diet, mm -hmm. what you need most might not be what someone else needs most. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, but so like there's a couple exercises, basically you actually wanna get um, your hamstrings to turn on Mm -hmm. And so other exercises like your lower back and turn off. Mm -hmm. And um, so another post I made about it, it was basically like, if you want to rotate your wrist, right? Mm -hmm. This moves a lot. This moves a little bit. This moves a little bit less. Your scapula shoulder blade moves very little, right? Mm -hmm. it, if you lose that very little bit of range of motion back here, what do you all think is going to happen up here? Yeah, you lose all the rest of it. So what happens, you lose a little bit of range of motion at your hips, oops, which is right next to your pelvis, your lower back. You lose a little bit of your pelvis. You got to find it somewhere. We, we need to we need to walk. Mm -hmm. like, so your body doesn't necessarily take the path of the best path. The same thing as like with like, let's say like a cancer or something like that, right? Mm -hmm. It doesn't like go and say, oh, I'm going to go like walk you to Whole Foods in your sleep. And <laughs> yeah. Shit, it, I wish. It, it, just, <laughs> it compensates. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That makes a lot, that makes a lot of sense. And, you know, I kind of told her, like, I, I don't know if stretching would do the trick. I don't think that, um, I mean, I don't think that just numbing the pain would do the trick. I told her I would try to figure out and have something, you know, some kind of answer for her because I knew, I know that just strengthening your back as well is not is not the answer. And there had to be something more specific because this happens for a lot of people, like a lot of, a lot of, uh, people that I know always complain about that same region. So I just wanted yeah. to ask just to kind of clarify it for myself, Claire, and, and maybe I'll have something uh, to give her. I don't know if she's worthy of that. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm going to go and yeah, share no, it with her. I, I could probably, I mean, there's a couple of generic exercises that usually help people out, but again, yeah. it look, like kind of got to get assessed. There's a couple of really cool guys on Instagram, Ben Yanes, Connor Harris. They all do a lot of this stuff. Cool. But um, it's, it's, a, it's a really cool thing to think about how the body works like in a system and forget mm -hmm. to each other and it's very similar to i made i talked made the tie to like your test um testosterone thyroid like mm -hmm. maybe your thyroid's getting the brunt of the burden mm -hmm. but it doesn't mean it's bad you know what i'm saying it doesn't mean yeah. it's your thyroid's fault it just yeah. means that it's taking the worst beating mm -hmm. absolutely that makes that makes a lot more sense than than anything than anything mm -hmm. else really um 
And like, you see these issues happen time to time. How many people have low back pain? I had a herniated disc. I had for a long time. You look at, go look at a party. You'll see every every girl, all these skin girls with like the top dress mm-hmm. with their back showing. Mm-hmm. They all have these winged scapula. Um, very very common. Um, mm-hmm. Like women generally have a lot higher arches. Sometimes they have flat feet too. Mm-hmm. We all kind of we start in different places. We all kind of end up in the same place. Mm-hmm. And. You can live your whole life. You can be compensated as hell. You can have your one shoulder up like this and walk around all day and be fine. <laughs> or you could be like this, like with a very slight and be in horrible pain. No idea why. Yeah, that's very strange. It's it's crazy. Our bodies are like, our bodies are so complex. And then at the same time, it's like, it's not really, um, it's not that hard to find all these answers either. It's not, it's not hard to, to do the research. And yet somehow... You know, there's this huge ass gap, and um, I'm just lucky enough. Yeah, I'm just lucky enough to find the right places to look. Yeah, yeah, find the right places to look. So I'm I'm super glad I got connected, and I'm just gonna continue to like learn more. Definitely gonna be around to ask a lot more questions because I'm definitely interested in getting this kind of information out, especially to the people that, um, you know, that pretty much follow me or watch me or do anything if, if I'm gonna teach anything I, I might as well teach something that's like gonna be valuable or at least pass off the information and and let somebody who knows what they're talking about teach it because I'm not you know obviously I'm not like the most knowledgeable in all of this but I'm I'm growing to try to learn a lot more so if anybody asks me where can we find you um well you can hit me on my Instagram okay. uh Tyler Woodward underscore fit and then I read a lot of the blogs on Umzu, so um, uh, I have them all on my Instagram. They're all linked there, but you can okay. just search a, a lot of like, the more sciencey blogs, like not the ingredient stuff for me. And um, that's about it right now. I'm also in our Thermodai group in Umzu Fit, but yeah, just hit me on my Instagram. Feel free to give me a message, and I'll get back to you. That's I don't have a lot of followers, Heck yeah. That's that's pretty awesome. Well, I had such a good time talking to you. I don't want to keep you forever. I hear my son going crazy in the next room, so I want to try to help my uh, my husband out because he's probably pulling his hair in there. Um, no worries. Yeah, it was no, such it was a great talking to you. yeah, it was such a good talk. I'm gonna definitely share this, and I I I will definitely be in your ear a lot more often. I hope you don't Sounds mind. <laughs> Awesome. All right, well, thank you for having me. Yeah. And uh, have, have a great night. You too, you too. Thanks for talking. It was such a good talk. I'm so excited. All right, well, I guess I will be seeing you soon, hopefully. Sounds good. All right. All right. Thank you. <laughs> Bye.